Lives of Pitch, the podcast where we pitch the best films that'll never get made. I'm Matt Turner. And I'm Tom McGrath. And the game goes like this. We asked you, our devoted listeners, to come up with titles that you'd like to hear us pitch. We then collaborate, coming up with story points, casting, and even marketing strategies. Without further ado, this week's title is... Another Worst Day Ever. <laughs> Another Worst Day Ever. That was from uh, Michael Kingston. Thank you, Michael, for that one. Uh, they got in touch with us on facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. What a great suggestion. Oh, and um, it's for a teen movie. A, a high school movie, high school. specifically. High school movie. Do you know why we're doing high school movies this week, Matt? Tom? I have literally no idea who you are. (laughs) (laughs) Matt, right before recording, suffered a bout of wild amnesia. (laughs) Who am I? The only thing he now knows is movies. (laughs) Where are you? Where am I? Also... He's also apparently blind. (laughs) Also, I mean, that was already true. Um, Sorry, I mean, I don't know whether that was already true previous to this moment. Oh, God, this Uh, is going to be a difficult character to maintain. (laughs) Is it, Tom? Because we have on the show Joe Thompson. Yes. Yeah. Hi, guys. Welcome back. It's good to be here. We were just before tuning in. We worked out. This is my fifth go at yeah. this. Go like there's a success, <laughs> success criteria. I've not quite made it. Well, I've, I've listened back to some of my old episodes, and if there was a success criteria, I feel like I may have missed the mark on some of them. <laughs> I liked them, and uh, but. Uh, I feel like this time you're really going to get this it. This time, I'll, I'll, I'll get 100%. I'll... <laughs> we, we like to think of uh, uh, Lives of Pitch as more of a water slide attraction. <laughs> you sort of can have as many goes as you want. There's no real success criteria but, as long as you have fun on the way. But please do not wear jewellery while riding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and only one rider at a time except in specific rubber rings. Excuse <laughs> oh, oh, me, back ding. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Yeah. High school movies yes it's like a tie-in isn't it as well for yeah. for strikes very own teen high <laughs> this is why we were doing ah, it there you go yeah. which is going to be in Sheffield Theatre singular Tina <laughs> don't know why I was like theatres across the country <laughs> this is going right. to be in Sheffield's only theatre <laughs> you do such a good job of plugging no, this it's show it's going to be a Dina October I wish I'd checked uh, 22nd 24th and 27th I believe uh, yes. what, what what is it it's a completely improvised <laughs> teen high movie um, uh, the likes of uh, Breakfast Club and Forrest Bueller but we don't write a script we just make it we just make it up as we go along yeah. what no ah, I don't understand <laughs> okay it's, yeah, it's you're for- amnesia yeah, I, 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 I've forgotten what scripts are <laughs> oh no I know movies shit I'm so bad at this character <laughs> oh, I'm slowly walling myself off into a character I cannot maintain <laughs> so an improvised high school movie. Yes. On stage. On stage, you're live. Make, you're making it up as you go along. We take a title and we, we create a movie. Can I, sounds, can I ask some questions? Sounds very similar to... <laughs> but we do it linearly. <laughs> so very much like the, the Christmas special I was in. <laughs> except less of a strange car crash. <laughs> can I ask you some questions that you're bound to get after the show? Yeah. 
So how much of it did you prepare? Uh, Well, uh, none of it, but we did practice. The same way you would practice a sport. Are you sure it's not scripted? Well, I'm pretty sure. Like, I don't know if we would ever accidentally write a script. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops! Fell on a computer and I've I've accidentally written a a 60-page script. No, yes, it's completely improvised, completely made up on the spot. So you're writing it in between scenes when you're off stage, aren't you? No, I mean, we're not going to have a backstage in this one, so you'll see us at all points (laughs) i thought the hat rack was very good we don't have a hat rack who are you (laughs) this this person has not been to the show (laughs) but definitely come and see it it's gonna be good you can email strike at hotmail.com to Mm. book and reserve tickets strike strike s-t-u-r-i-k-e i i will be in it You'll be in it. I will be in it. I won't be in it. Well, I will, actually. I'll be doing the intro. Yeah, yeah, he'll be in the But I am the director. Mm. I've been directing it as much as you can direct an improv show. Coaching is probably a better term. (laughs) Coached, artistically directed. Yes. And speaking of coaching, high school. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You maggots need to get down and give me 50, because that's what coaches are like in high school. What kind of amnesia is this? (laughs) So Michael Kingston got in touch with us on facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Life's a Pitch show to give us titles for the show every week. And it's really easy to do. Mm. You go over to Facebook, you go over to Twitter, and you write basically any random sequence of words. Yes. I'm not joking. That leads us on (laughs) to our uh, high school mentions, our honourable mentions. Our honour roll mentions. Honour roll mentions. Nice. This is the part of the show where we read out some of the titles that we've been given and just pitch those anyway, because we're good like that. We're nice to you, and therefore give you more than just one person's idea of what this would be. We don't have to do this. <laughs> we could just come up with our own ideas for a bit. <laughs> we didn't even have to press record. <laughs> From Phil Walters, we've got Detention with the Devil. So, Tim Curry's got to be starring as the devil in this, uh, right? Yeah, right, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. right, yeah, yeah. He's the only person I trust to play the devil. <laughs> Maybe Willem Dafoe. Ah, mm. oh, we should play... We do have to star certain people. Yes, um, I've got a list of people. Are they all going to be in the main, in the main, main pitch? One, yeah, okay, yeah. so uh, Tim Curry then. Yeah. Tim Curry as the devil. I feel like the devil needs an assistant uh, who should also be played by Tim Curry. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly but what I was thinking. Tim Curry in a, like, a completely different outfit. Yeah, yeah. The, right, Tim, Tim Curry's Curry a teacher. Every yeah. agent of hell. Like every time, yeah, I guess, I guess we he's like shards of this person's psyche. <laughs> Um, also, uh, I, think... I pitched Tom Holland to be our star who ends up in detention. Yeah, cool. Tom Holland is in detention for selling Spider-Man comics. <laughs> Illegal Spider-Man comics. Violations. A whole, yeah. A whole pass violation. A whole pass violation. Yeah, because um, he was out on the corridor selling Spider-Man comics. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was out there trying to make his way, trying to make his money. Mm. Um, and uh, you know because he's, he's from a poor family yeah he's selling these Spider-Man comics at the hall rather than going to class got caught by I don't know who selling them to all the other kids are in class <laughs> <laughs> he's like anyone want to buy a Spider-Man comic <laughs> tumbleweed he's just posting them into lockers with an IOU attached <laughs> yeah. no you owe me <laughs> not IOU he's you owe I. To take... he's got a horrible business structure And but he gets dobbed in by uh 
rickety rick no, low status bully I'm, I'm i'm thinking it's tom like we open with tom holland selling me ous me ous you owe me's you owe me's um, uh, i've got it yeah he's drawing he's drawing his own comics mm. and so he's not selling them yeah. he's like putting them in people's lockers to like read this thing I've made, mm. he's printed them all out. Like They're a incredibly pornographic. Like, yeah. like, like that's a... what I was thinking as well. Like, uh, and then we we just get a montage of him putting these uh, yeah. oddly sexual Spider-Man comics. With Dolly Parton's nine to five playing in the background. <laughs> dun 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 dun. But then occasionally, like it sort of pull focuses from him in the lockers to Tim Curry's face off in the distance somewhere. Uh, so we get 9 to 5 by Dolly Parton and then just... <laughs> and then straight back to working 9 to 5. And then every time Tim Curry's in anywhere in the shot, you hear a... <laughs> what a way to make it happen. Yeah, exactly. And then behind Tom Holland, we just see this massive body behind him. And it's like... Hello there, Mr. Holland. <laughs> His name's Tom Holland. Yeah, yeah. His it's, name it's, is Tom. He's playing himself. It's a true story. It's, <laughs> it's the true story of how Tom Holland got cast as Spider-Man. <laughs> I have got a deal to make with you. <laughs> how would you like to be in a comic book movie? <laughs> oh, 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 yes, Mister. What, what, what would I have to do? Detention for all eternity. <laughs> With me <laughs> and my assistant, Tim Curry, too. Uh, Mr. Satan, if, if if I'm in detention with you for all eternity, when, when will I be Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm an executive at Sony as well. <laughs> of course the devil is an executive at Sony. He does a lot of jobs, but one of them is is making sure that Spider-Man films go awry. <laughs> That's the devil's job. Making terrible Spider-Man movies. Tim Curry is the headmaster of this school, as well as the devil and an executive at Sony. And yeah. all the teachers, but every teacher is in a different disguise. It's got, yeah. a, it's got a bedazzled vibe. I feel like the, mm. the devil's trying to teach him something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that, that is... Uh, like you Stop can't, making you, pornographic you can't things. yeah, exactly. You gotta res respect brand boundaries. <laughs> Spider Man would never do that with Gwen Stacy. Oh. He's a gentle. It actually turns out that the devil's just a massive Marvel fanboy, he's like toxic gatekeeping, and he's like, "You're not a real Spider Man fan." Yeah. Read the issues. <laughs> right, they go to hell. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no, right it, under the school. The title su doesn't suggest that they go to hell. No. It, it could just be walking around with Tom Holland. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the thing. Detention with the Devil suggests that they go to hell and Tom Holland gets tortured. I think the Devil and Tom Holland just have a nice, like, uh, Tim Curry pulls his chair backwards. And, like, I'm going to reach these kids. <laughs> I, I, don't think, I don't think the Devil's in the, in the teacher's seat. Yeah. I think the devil sat at a desk next to Tom Holland. Um, <laughs> I feel like they're walking the corridors. Oh my god, yes. And, and uh, Tom Holland says, So, uh, are we going to hell? So you're aware? I, mean, I assume there's like a hell classroom you want to put me in where you could be the evil teacher. And, and, then, and then he's like, What are you talking about? And then he, and then he goes like, uh, 
clicks his fingers because like uh, the other kids are like walking through Tim Curry. Mm. He clicks his fingers and a bully turns up out of nowhere, mm. right? And goes, "What are you doing, Holland?" You get, go in a class with all those books and books appear in Tom Holland's hands. And then uh, a girl that Tom Holland likes turns up and says, don't uh, biff, he's, he, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't mess with him. And then uh, he's like, get out of here, J.D. Mare. <laughs> J.D. Mare? J.D. Mare. Uh, and then, and then uh, he pushes her, her out of the way and pushes Spider-Man with all his books and lunch and whatever. And then Tom Holland just fucking murders him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tom Holland hand. catches all the books yeah. with his spidey, spider reflexes and then slams the books together on Biff's head. Blood just crushing his skull. Blood shoots out everywhere. Uh, Tim, Tim Curry goes, <laughs> and bathing in the wait, blood. Wait. <laughs> Half an hour of that. <laughs> and by the end, he's like doubled over, like. So, so what does we get to make one with a solid plot <laughs> well, I was going to say that basically like Tom Holland goes to detention mm. I wasn't expecting the murder <laughs> I'll be honest um, <laughs> Tom Holland goes to de- goes to prison <laughs> he's which been is de- detention with the devil <laughs> <laughs> he's been detained <laughs> it's called Lucifer's detention centre it's St Lucifer <laughs> St. Lucifer's Detention Centre and he goes to prison and then Tim Curry says uh, how do you like your spider powers now? (laughs) 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 Okay, so from Stephen Thomas we've got Just Gotta Make It to Prom. I think this one is very much one of these road trip movies. Right, like a nerd played by a young Rick Moranis. He's just been asked out by who's expected to be the prom queen, Mm. right? Like, which doesn't happen. Oh my God, it's ridiculous. What the hell's happening? Um, He's had threats from like bullies and his <laughs> friends have strangers. started disowning him but weirdly enough for a, for a teen movie for a, for a high school movie we cut in on that situation that would be the centre of a movie in, in some situations but this is what we cut in on yeah, right yeah. like we cut in on him having simultaneously the best and worst day of his life mm. prom is tomorrow or in two days or whatever <laughs> the, the, the rejection happens instantly like he's <laughs> like oh you should go to prom with me and since the kids are like <gasps> you James (laughs) (laughs) and they chase him like the bullies are chasing him through the school Mm. he eventually managed to avoid them by getting in the mobile library that's pulled up it's like a, a, a truck. That American books. trope, the mobile library. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 like being driven across state lines by a deaf old woman who's driving this mobile library. Yeah, and she can't hear him in the back. Played by I don't know her name, but the woman from the Cat in the Hat who played the babysitter. <laughs> I don't know. The babysitter that just comes in, sits, and watches sumo wrestling for the entire <laughs> It's a weird. <laughs> what about? That's a different conversation. <laughs> what about um. Uh, lady from Kimmy Schmidt. The oh, 
shit, I can't remember her name. But you know the one I mean. What about both of them? Yeah, they're both, <laughs> yeah. They're both deaf. You've, there's a whole, you, you can, like, we keep cutting back to them and then they, they do the whole, like, thing where it's like uh, one of them rolls down the window and uh, go, could you close the window? It's very windy. And uh, the other one's like, no, I think it's Thursday. <laughs> and the other one says, oh, well, we'll stop for a coffee at the next lay-by. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and so they get to the distribution centre and he finally breaks out. It's like, oh, I've got to get back. Gotta get back to school because prom's tonight, and she, she left it very last minute. Last minute. Uh, and so she heads back, but in the process, uh, we see during the travel uh, a book has fallen into his bag, which was open. Mm. And he zips up his bag and he runs. And uh, one of the automatic detection systems in the van detects that a book has been taken out of the van. And we cut to the command center of the mobile side distribution unit. Which is uh, being, let's say the head is, who's the, oh, who's the guy? He's in a bunch of stuff. I think he's the evil sorcerer in The Sorcerer's Apprentice. And he's, oh, he's in so much other You are pulling up some deep cuts. Deep yeah, cuts. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember his name. It's not he's Nicholas Cage. a bit like this. Um, Steve Coogan? No. Oh, we'll just say Steve Coogan, because that would also be <laughs> yeah. really funny. Uh, he's, he's the head. He's a man who takes his job far too yeah. seriously. I and mean, he's in a bald cap, <laughs> yeah. so like this guy's completely... He has um, alpecia, so he's completely hairless. Okay. Um, and he's sat <laughs> with a toupee that he's stroking like a cat. Um, <laughs> and he's like, they're getting away! Um, <laughs> Steve Coogan talks in this, this film. Uh-huh. He's a character player, um, and he starts he starts distributing loads of mobile libraries that are weaponized with like um, book like, cannons. They are uh, book retention mobile libraries, all run by uh, these same two actresses, but with different, slight different get-ups. Like they're like, let's go get them. So what? Young, a young Rick Moranis type has to get. Where 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 did the library drop him off? Uh, like way out of town. Okay, like you know, cro- like, we like, said, like across state lines, like. Um, <laughs> well, it's uh, like a central state distribution center. Okay, right. And the town is like uh, near the state border, so he has to basically travel half the way across the state, which is in many states the equivalent of traveling the entire stretch of England. And uh, he's he's also got to get his prom outfit. Yeah. As he's crossing. I'm going to say the bully has said, well, my dad's got a, uh, a load of guys who are going to come after you uh, after school. You better watch yourself, Rick Moranis. So as soon as these guys come and try and get this book back, he's like, shit, it's it's Rutger's guys. It's Rutger Hauer is playing uh, the bully. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no, it's Rutger's boys. If Rick Moranis then, is his another student, Rutger yeah. Hauer can definitely play it, the bully. <laughs> then it ends up being like a rat race where like everyone's chasing this one kid like the, the bullies the bullies gangs and the mobile libraries <laughs> yeah, no, like, no, at no. one point he sneaks through a secret agency facility to get away from the mobile library so the government are after him <laughs> and like he's just like ends up with like a trail of people chasing after him he's there in like uh, he's, he's because he can't drive yet he's got a motor scooter <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> with dust cloud in the back and then Looks, looks back to check to check a turning, and then he sees back again. It's just a Mad Max Fury Road yeah. style cloud of dust in the back. <laughs> it's mobile libraries followed yeah. by like an old timey gang car. <laughs> because all the gang bullies are like kids wearing like mafia gear. And there's and there's Malone. 
and there's Steve Coogan with a guitar going <laughs> in a in like a giant folded out mobile like you, behind the gang car you see another mobile library and it's like just normal mobile library and then it goes and it opens up like a like, like in a robotic sense and it's just like speakers and it's just a hanging Steve Coogan like even one of the women goes shh and then behind what's he doing this for and behind him is the police behind them is like a secret government agency behind them is the army there's a jet flying overhead no one's going through any changes in this film apart from like the whole puberty thing so I think he kind of recognises the women from the, the mobile library chasing him and he like hides and then gets to them and then they sort of understand. No, they've been chasing him, haven't seen him because he had a helmet on for his mm. motor scooter, right, that he's co- commandeered. He, um, uh, when he gets there, this whole army and everyone are coming in on him and then the, the old women, like, recognise him from you know, being at the mobile library because he's a nerd mm. uh, and go, wait a minute, that's uh, uh, Rick Moranis. <laughs> no one gets character names in this. <laughs> <laughs> that's Rick Moranis' character. Um, and start kicking ass. I don't know. They throw yeah, books they, at, they to time up and they just start like shooting books from a book cannon on the top. <laughs> like do, 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 shooting down jets with copies of Moby Dick. <laughs> shoot books out of a book cannon while chasing a kid for stealing one of the books. It's like <laughs> just letting loose books. They're all the books they don't need. It's all yeah, the ones that enough. no one's taking out. It's all just copies of old newspapers rolled up. Yeah. That's what they're shooting. Yeah. Anyway, he's nearly there at prom. He's back in town. Mm. Um, and I want to say he probably has some like nerd friends that he's Oh, uh, he has, like, a, a pen pal who's on the next town over who's helped him get there along the way. Millie Bobby Brown is there. She helps him, like, like get through as well. So they're both on this motorized yeah, scooter yeah. now. And they pull into the prom. Over, over the course, retcon, him and Millie Bobby Brown have found that they have the tr- a truer bond than him and the most popular girl in school. Yeah. And um, he asked Millie Bobby Brown to the, to the prom, to, to come to the prom with him. Like, you're already coming anyway. Let's... Let's, uh, mm. why, why not, why not be our date? And then they drive through a, uh, there's a whole thing where they drive through a, a clothing sh- uh, store, smash through the window, smash through the other window and come out completely dressed yeah. up for prom. <laughs> but Millie Boy Brown's well. wearing the suit and he's wearing the, uh, <laughs> the he, he's wearing the dress. And, um, <laughs> like nobody bats an eyelid. Uh, they turn up at prom and it was like a prank. Is that does that feel satisfying? If she was, she'd asked him out as a prank to try and yeah, get him yeah. beaten yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and he's like, "Well, the most mean spirited." Pro- I was trying to get you killed. <laughs> <laughs> you were just really nice. I wanted you dead. High school goofs. <laughs> and so, like, when the bully turns up and goes, "Like, uh, I thought that he asked you to the prom," uh, and she's like, "Yeah," and, uh, and then someone else. A low status guy, probably like the hall monitor, goes, Yeah, and she turned and he turned her down. Uh, and then the bully's like, You got turned down by the we- weediest kid in school? I'm not going to prom with you. Uh, and then um, goes to prom with Steve Coogan. <laughs> cool. And meanwhile, the two librarians go together, the police go with the army, the jet goes with its pilot. Like- <laughs> 
<laughs> they all do a big dance. So that was just going to make it to prom. <laughs> that was that. Thank you, Stephen Thomas, for that one. So, yeah, those are all our honourable mentions. Thank you to everyone who's got in touch with us this week on facebook.com forward slash Slapsovich Podcast and Twitter as well. If you haven't already given us a like or a follow on those, go to those places. Please, if you wouldn't mind, mm. go to uh, the places aforementioned uh, and give us a big like. Mm. Um, and also tell your friends about us, please. Thank yes, you. tell your friends, tell your friends. Okay, so shall we move on to the main pitch? The main event. The main event. The big one. So from Michael Kingston, we've got another worst day ever. Another worst day ever. I think it's a film where we pick up at the end of a classic high school movie. Yeah. Like, or in the middle of it, at least, right? Like, normally you'd be like, isn't the way that you use it? And then someone's brushing their teeth and sort of, like, mm-hmm. uh, getting the thing, you're going to be late for school, dear! And then all that stuff. We skip that, and we have, like, Emma Stone's been turned down for a prom, uh, turned down for a date. She's been stood up for a date. Mm. Her dress that she got all dressed up is in covered in mud. People are laughing at her from the back of a, of a convertible uh, car. So this is all in the same scene. Oh. Yes, yes. So all that happens. Yep. And then freeze frame, and we hear Emma Stone's voice going, now you may be wondering, how did I end up like this? <laughs> well, we have to cut all the way back to last Tuesday, and then we jump to yeah. like, your usual intro. So, yeah. so what, what happens at the beginning of this, in the, in the opening scene of this? So in the opening before scene... The, before the monologue. Her dress is covered in mud. Yeah. You have her mum in the back going like, I don't think he's coming, dear. And yeah. then, like, turning around and going back inside the house. She stood it out on the front porch. Mm. The dog comes over and pees on her. <laughs> yep. Someone drives past, shouting at her, throws a can at her head. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, um, a convertible full of, like, party people. Kind of a mix of genders going like, <laughs> you got stood up for your day, did you? And it's like, you know, mm. the friends of the the boy who was, she'd been asked out by. Mm. What could be the worst thing that happens to a high schooler? She's flunking out all her exams. <laughs> the examiner yeah. comes by and went, you failed your test to our house. <laughs> she looks at her report card and it's just Fs all the way down. Including in just, like, how much we like her as a student. <laughs> and then we, we cut back, and we have a normal day, and we see her brushing her teeth, we mm-hmm. school, and everything's going really well. Like, everything... It's like a series of, like, fortunate, tiny fortunate. So she gets out of bed, she lands straight in her slippers. Uh, <laughs> she gets up, and she brushes her teeth, and her teeth are brushed perfectly. Yeah. Literally, as she, like... Walks out. Her mum's just there with a cup of tea, and she grabs well, a cup of co- coffee. And she, she grabs it. Her mum's played by um, Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Yeah. Um, she grabs it. Well, uh, Tina Fey and her other mum's played by Amy Poehler. Um, yes. Uh, like I feel like we we gotta have like this 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 streak of luck continue, right? Like so, she gets in and she's like, <laughs> "Hey." Uh, I love how you said like this streak of luck, as in like it was lucky that she has lesbian mums. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky that her feet landed in his slippers was yeah, like, yeah. in a um, same-sex marriage family. Yeah. <laughs> her feet really landed there. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, no, um, it, it was just the way you came out. Like, yeah, you said her mum was all like her two mums were Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Also, continuing on this lucky day, like, <laughs> I was like, but Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, listen, if my mums were Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. 
I'd be having a lucky day every day. But um, then she gets on the bus, and the bus arrives just as she, like she gets to the bus stop, and like timing's perfect. She gets on, she sits. The the only free seat is right next to her best friend, and she sits next to him, and she's like, "Oh hi," she hugs, and then we pan out. And like the screen goes from like normal to like a green swirl. Okay. And we see Meryl Streep <laughs> as an She's a evil witch. She's a witch. <laughs> yes. And she's like, good, good. The chosen one is feeling all the fortune that she can. And as long as she breaks none of the rules. <laughs> the rules. She may never fall in love, for if she does. All her fortune will turn. But we won't tell her that. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, f- I completely forgot about this. But for the Patreons this yeah. week, we've given them, instead of uh, giving them genres, we've asked them to give us actors to cast in this movie. So I'm thinking this is a great time to pull back uh, from Meryl Streep around a cauldron. And next to her, around, we see all these other evil, evil people. Uh, Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just like, yes, I am also a witch. J.K. Simmons. Okay. Uh, I think I think three's good for that. And I think I think we leave the last one. Yeah. Tom Maguire suggested by Alex Keane, by the way, and uh, J.K. Simmons suggested by Stephen Thomas. They're uh, sort of three witches yes. gathered around this cauldron. Yeah. <laughs> J.K. Simmons is like, she's she's doing well. She's doing all, all, she's doing all right. She's having a good day. <laughs> we gotta ruin her day. <laughs> and then the camera pulls back through a window on the door, teacher's lounge. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness, okay. Okay, and uh, Ross underscore originals has given us, uh, well, he's, he said, you haven't cast Willem Dafoe in anything for ages. So Willem Dafoe is, is... the young boy heartthrob. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was going to say, it was either that or headmaster. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, so it is young Willem Dafoe. Nope. Nope, just old Willem Dafoe. <laughs> Current Willem, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe in a baseball cap. Uh... Yes. Hello! <laughs> I'm just the head of the football team. So he, I am. He's, he's... I'm just the head of a football team. I do a real good run and I can kick it real hard. He's, he's the person sat next to Emma Stone on the bus and uh, come here baby <laughs> I want to kiss you give me a kiss on the face <laughs> well no no because they can't fall in love yet I think he needs to be a new boy at school yeah okay and then Emma Stone needs to see him and be like oh I'm in love because that's what turns the witch teachers <laughs> against Emma Stone it's, it's and an it's allegory like... for puberty like it's as soon as as soon as she like gets that part of the, the feels happen immediately she's an adolescent yeah. and everything is terrible immediately okay so yeah. so to With recap the noticed boys but no no not boys very old men <laughs> so to recap no Willem Dafoe in this film yeah. is a teen. <laughs> so we've got old man Willem Dafoe just in like a varsity jacket. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. Baseball cap, that sort yeah. of thing, yeah. Uh, so to recap, Emma Stone, really good day. She gets on the bus next to her friend. Who's her friend? Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Uh, yeah, they're on the bus together. They're having a great time. There's no sexual feelings towards anyone. It's verge of puberty. She gets off the bus, sees Willem Dafoe in the in the corridor. Yeah. Chatting with all the jocks. He shakes his beautiful hair. Yeah. Like, um... she's like, who is that? And <laughs> Donald Glover's like, oh, that's just the new kid, uh, Willem Dafoe. <laughs> he seems... He seems pretty weird uh... <laughs> he keeps talking about the 50s 
He keeps talking about the 50s and to himself. <laughs> he's like, oh, he, he's amazing. He's I, like... I've just realised, by the way, that the three characters, the three actors we were given were just the three main roles from the first Spider-Man movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> What's going on? That's I really... Don't why J.K. That's really strange, actually. Like... <laughs> Yeah, because I looked at it, didn't even think of that yeah. at all, and I'm pretty sure the guys on Patreon weren't really aware of they it as well. They weren't banding together. Yeah, no. no that was like, oh, I see what's happening here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she sees Willem Dafoe and like the camera goes all misty and like very soft focus on yeah, Willem yeah. Dafoe's face, like the softest of focuses on Willem Dafoe's face. <laughs> you can't see any wrinkles. <laughs> you can't see any of those massive, ma- massive lines <laughs> that, that basically define Willem Dafoe's it's just, face. It's just His eyes face and teeth. It's a smooth ball. <laughs> He essentially looks like a chess piece. <laughs> a chess piece in a varsity jacket and a vapor cap. Can we make Willem Dafoe vape in this? <laughs> I think so. So the bell goes, Emma Stone, Donald Glover rush off to class, and it's, uh, what class is it? It's J.K. Simmons running this class. J.K. Simmons class. The J.K. Yeah, Simmons class. You've got to pass that to... It's, uh, it's drumming. It's <laughs> Journalism. Yeah, it was either, dr- in my head, yeah, either drumming or photography. It's, ju- it's, dr- it's drumming and... It's, it's drumming photography, and... but he teaches it like he does in Whiplash. So whenever he takes a bad photo, he just throws the camera across <laughs> the room. He's like got a pile of dead cameras. Now, hey, Emma Stone, are you are you too near field or are you too far field? <laughs> Fast shutter speed or slow shutter speed? <laughs> then you do know the difference. You're out of my photography class. <laughs> he hurls Miles Teller out of the classroom. <laughs> no, he hurls Miles Teller over Emma Stone. <laughs> <laughs> to which she just shatters against the wall. Yeah. <laughs> people like, who have please, been, please help Emma Stone. Have, like, whatever. People who haven't seen Whiplash are not going to get anything out of this conversation. The, I, I'm pretty sure people have seen a trailer for Whiplash. <laughs> It's just like Miles Teller, like in the background of so many of the shots, is just a tense, intensely taking photos <laughs> to let his fingers bleed. <laughs> so I want to introduce you to this new student, this new child at our school, <laughs> Willem Dafoe. Say hi to everyone, Willem. Say hi faster. Hey everyone, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Mr. Simmons. I can't really uh, say things fast. I'm a sort of a meandering, low energy kind of guy. <laughs> just slaps him around. The- <laughs> I feel like Willem Dafoe catches his hand. <laughs> Do you know how much I've sacrificed to be here? So he sits oh down God. and JK, oh JK Simmons is teaching the class, but then cuts to Emma Stone, who, like, JK Simmons' voice just sort of muffles in the background as she's staring at Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Just pointing the camera at him, taking a series of slow photos. Emma Stone's character! <laughs> what are you looking at? Normally your photos are amazing, but these are all soft focus of Willem Dafoe! He looks like a chess piece in a varsity jacket! Hiya! And throws the camera out the window. It hits Miles Teller in the head. <laughs> yeah, Miles Teller being sent home. He throws it like a football. <laughs> <laughs> Thong! 
and Marcella just goes down. Five minutes into this classroom scene, Miles Teller is bloodied and bruised. <laughs> and also, like, on his way home, yeah. when this camera sails over, <laughs> and just... We see it in the background, like, he throws it over his back shoulder, and we see Miles Teller go down, and then every time we cut back to that shot where we're looking at J.K. Simmons, in the background we can see more and more paramedics <laughs> go around Miles Teller. <laughs> as he's slowly bleeding out on the pavement and she's like oh I guess I'm just distracted and then he's like distracted I'll be right back uh, <laughs> I'll, he leaves I'll the be classroom. right back and like episode's like do we just teach ourselves <laughs> uh, he, he goes over and he says uh I thought your your pictures were good. I don't know. I don't think that J.K. Simmons knows what he's talking about. <laughs> um, we just hear a camera being thrown somewhere in the distance. <laughs> as as uh, we cut through that smashing noise, we draw it out a little bit to J.K. Simmons opening uh, from the muffled outer. We see the door opening to the staff uh, to the staff room, and J.K. Simmons going, "She's done it. The chosen one's fallen in love." <laughs> I got photographic evidence! <laughs> and then... Um, he slams down yeah. the soft focus photos uh, <laughs> onto the top of the cauldron which bubble and melt away. <laughs> the Mel Street pulls out a hair like in Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> and Toby Maguire takes the big pair of scissors and cuts it. And suddenly Emma just goes, Oh, oh I had the weirdest feeling. <laughs> and Willem Dafoe goes... <laughs> and walks away. <laughs> yeah, and she has the terrible day, right? Yeah. Like, she, everything goes wrong for her. Not as bad as Miles Teller, but... Um... Yeah. <laughs> um, um, oh, um... That's, that's what the film title is really referencing. <laughs> Miles Teller. <laughs> this is his day-to-day I think we do, routine. I think, I think we do a thing where, like, Miles Teller in the background is having... A worse day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, and everyone thinks it's about uh, Emma Stone. Like, in later shots, we'll see Miles Teller coming into the school, like, in crutches <laughs> after being hit in the head. And then we see J.K. Simmons walk past and just sweep the crutches out from under him and he falls I over. Think, I think he gets hit by the ambulance that turns up for Emma Stone. <laughs> Driven by J.K. Simmons' brother, also played by J.K. Simmons. <laughs> um, I think, so, she's having this bad day. Uh, before that happened, before the curse, the, 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 cup, the, the hair was cut, um, or, or the strand of fate, or whatever it was, um, was cut. She'd asked him out on a date, or he'd asked her out on a date. Either way, they'd agreed to go on a date this evening. And then he goes, uh, and sort of wanders off. Meaning that, like, uh, um, the date is prearranged, but he will not turn up for it yeah, next yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and so she she doesn't know. She's just having a terrible day. She goes and gets... Stung by bees. She gets stung by bees. <laughs> Bitten by a dog. Um, she fails. She, she, she wanders, she wanders like, through the park on her way back from school, and she sees Miles Teller stung. <laughs> like, his face is swollen. He's like, help me, I'm a stone. And she's like... No. <laughs> and then he gets stung by a bee and goes, Ow! <laughs> really hurt. And then wanders off. I think she, she comes home after failing her maths exam. With oh, Toby, yeah. Toby Maguire. Mm. Um, uh, and, uh, <laughs> it turns out they're not witches. They just fail a couple of tests and then a few other bad things happen. <laughs> but they they believe they're witches who are cursing her <laughs> and that she's some kind of chosen one. But in reality, they just fail three things and that bad mood ruins the rest of her day. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. I think the the scene at the beginning is one of those scenes that 
happens actually in the middle yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of the yeah. film so it, it gets the to the point yeah, day, yeah. right um, to, to, and I think that like the other, other worst day is basically her subverting the witches but um, I would like to say that after the shot we see where they're all you know all those bad things happen and she yeah. goes back indoors sadly after being weed on and all that horrible t- stuff yeah. happening and then we see Miles Teller dragging himself down the pavement <laughs> inflated from stings with a dog pulling on his leg like bleeding all over and he's like <laughs> J.K. Simmons runs over his legs as he tries to cross the road. I think the dog thinks I'm already dead. (laughs) Vultures are like flying in a circle above him, very close to him. (laughs) And then J.K. Simmons is like driving past slowly with his eye, like one arm rested on the door. It's like, are you rushing or dragging? Because from here it looks like you're dragging. You're being dragged. And then he just like rolls himself onto him and then spins the tire. <laughs> I thought Marcel was just going to be unlucky. It's just J.K. Simmons assaulting him. Again, there's no luck in this entire film. There's three horrible people <laughs> just seeking out to ruin people's lives. Apparently J.K. Simmons does most of it. <laughs> so um, I feel like uh, this evening, she's at the end of her tether, her lowest point. She's got to be contacted by someone or something, or find something out where she realizes what the source of her luck is. Like, why this is happening to her is she's got to find out that the witches are at, at, that, yeah, at yeah. their work, right? Mm. Um, so, uh, I feel like Danny DeVito um, uh, pulls himself out of her toilet. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and says uh, oh god that's good I, I'm just drinking it in this is great oh keep going can I just uh, clarify she's, is she on the toilet at no, this no, point no, no. oh good that gets she's weird she's cleaning her teeth for the night and, she just uh, got out of the shower <laughs> in a towel Brushing her teeth. Sure. If you want, if you if you want, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you want to get weird with it. <laughs> um, and he's like, oh, this is so good. I'm just, it's great to be in your presence. <laughs> uh, and, and she says, uh, what, what? Uh, get out. Also, who are you? He's like a tiny, weird, like, um, goblin version of Danny DeVito. Um, <laughs> it's just a version of Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah. He's got kind of green skin and he's sort yeah. of like, you know, he just crawled through a toilet so he's a little smaller. Um, and, uh, uh, but not, that small that it makes sense that he would come out of a toilet just small enough that it doesn't anyway he he, he does that and, and he's like ah uh, oh, you're you're the unluckiest woman in the world i've come i've come to sample the delicacy just being in your presence makes uh, empowers me i'm a bad luck goblin yeah, okay <laughs> here let me let me taste a bit of your arm <laughs> just <laughs> grabs her arm and starts licking it. I can taste the bad luck. <laughs> it's delicious. Like raspberries. And then um, Emma Stone goes, can you help me solve the bad luck? And, and Danny goes, yes, but only if you can say my real name. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Danny DeVito? He's like, how? <laughs> Every fucking time. 
Oh, 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 okay, well, here's, here's the cure to the bad luck. And then he just climbs back down the toilet. <laughs> it's like, rah, rah, and his legs are just flailing for ages. He's fully nude. <laughs> so there's a long gratuitous scene of his just genitals flapping into a face. You know. A teen movie. What do you mean I'm the unluckiest woman in the world? What? How? How? Everything was going fine. <laughs> this, is, this is as he's going down the... Yeah. the like, oh, okay, he comes back up. <laughs> he, he comes back he's up. He's like, what? What? Hang on. <laughs> he comes back up with a clog. <laughs> like a clog of hair. And he goes, uh, eat this. <laughs> and then she goes, okay. Um, can I be lucky again? He goes, no, I just really wanted you to do it. <laughs> and he's like, ah, oh, look at that bad luck. Um, uh, but then he takes out one strand. He's like, pulls it from her mouth. <laughs> and he's like, this is a strand of fate. You need to put it in, back, back where it was cut from. In the cauldron. <laughs> And, he, and uh, he, he like swirls it around the toilet, and in the in the a vision in the toilet, you she can see Meryl Streep, Tobey Maguire, just, and J.K. Simmons just looking forming up. in like scum from the top of the yes. toilet surface. This is a disgusting film. Let's pivot immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so Dan DeVito slowly and gratuitously slides back down the toilet. I feel like basically Dan DeVito is now kind of absorbing all her bad luck by by she needs him to 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 like take him to where they are, right? Mm. Like he's a, he's her guide except he's constantly trying to do terrible things to her. <laughs> Like he's constantly tripping her up or setting things to fall on her. She's he because he like feeds off her of bad things happening to her. Mm. Um, but uh, like this, this is the only way he's gonna stick around. So how does this all end? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I feel like basically like she has to take matters into her own hands at school. Yeah, yeah. I feel like. Um, with support from a better friend, Donald Glover, yeah. who she will eventually fall in love with. Okay. I think that just... It's like that whole true love was on your nose the entire time. You don't need luck or anything to find love. You just need to have people who care about you. Kind of yeah, thing. you don't have to be lucky in love. You have to be lovey in luck. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> you know, sometimes when you swap the words around, it becomes wisdom. <laughs> Not that time. Um, so she ends by breaking back into the school at night uh, with a... Danny Vito doesn't walk anywhere. He, like, flops like a seal. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, like, she... Uh, she with Donald Glover's help, because like she's like, I need to break this bad luck so I can get back with Willem Dafoe. Uh, and he's like, all right, yeah, whatever. Uh, he does a little rap as well. Like, <laughs> he does a little bit of singing, because it's Donald Glover. <laughs> we need to use his skills. <laughs> I feel as though we've underused Donald Glover. Wasted in Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't he do we've any rap? underused Donald Glover and overused J.K. Zinn. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking Ma- um, Miles Teller. Miles Teller. I feel like she basically has to show up each of the individual witches uh, at their own class. Mm. So like she follows J.K. Simmons round, photographing all of the bad things he's doing to Miles Teller. <laughs> Why wouldn't she phone up Ofsted or like just child protection? Okay. She's for complete one eighty for how this film ends. They're gonna break the spell. Like, he's like, we have to go back, break back into the school to get my fate to be good luck again. And then Donald Glover goes, just. 
just call Ox off dead. <laughs> and he, he just does. calls off dead. And then it ends with just a shutting down the school. <laughs> and JK Simmons is arrested. Miles Teller ends up like throwing a camera at him. <laughs> like Toby Maguire tries to escape and he's shot by the police. The thing is No, I think I think I think uh, Danny Beach says, if you call off dead, they'll hide the cauldron and you'll never know where it is. <laughs> That's 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 the get out clause for that one. <laughs> but like, um, so yeah, I, I think at the end of this film, uh, Willem Dafoe disintegrates. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. was just made by the witches. Yeah, yeah. Um, Miles Teller then asks Emma Stone out, and she just goes, "No, no." <laughs> and he goes. I'm the friend. A man looks like he looks like the elephant man's been beaten up, yeah, and he I, walks away and instantly falls down a manhole. I feel, <laughs> I feel full like, body cast. I feel like um, he, as he walks as he falls down a manhole, uh, he uh, Emma Stone sees Danny DeVito going like <laughs> waving and putting, giving a thumbs up symbol, and then dives into the manhole. <laughs> um, it's like when he frees the genie at the end. <laughs> <laughs> so like I think basically she shows up J.K. Simmons by, by photographing the things he's the bad things he's doing to Miles yeah, Teller yeah. running him over and stuff yeah. well, what, what, um, what are the bad things that Tobey Maguire did gave um, bad grades to students deliberately I think yeah I think we need to we need to expound upon this right like yeah, so yeah. Tobey Maguire was the math teacher math teacher he uh, was deliberately undermarking students grades yeah. to mm. make them what people he didn't like flunk out of uh, yeah. uh, out of out of school and Mel Street was dodging taxes. Yep, she was. She was. She was yes. She's the head teacher, and also therefore, they like the, she was doing a lot of the accounting and stuff. She was declaring things on expenses, the cauldrons, uh, yeah. eye of newt, uh, stuff like that. Yeah, and so she she rifles through that. Um, uh, I feel like she gets um, weirdly enough. Emma Stone gets Mel Streep with math, and Toby Maguire with. Uh, what does Meryl Streep teach, do you reckon? Um, oh, no, just an authority. Right, because Meryl yeah. Streep's the head teacher. She, like, tells Tobey Maguire off yeah. in class, like, stands on, the de- stands on the desk and goes, you think you're so big giving uh, students grades and reveals what he's been doing. And, like, and, and Tobey Maguire shrinks an inch every time she says something. <laughs> uh, she kicks down the door to the staff room once all, these, all three of them have either been arrested or, 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 or chased out of the school by students. Um, <laughs> I, I like how this ending is very similar to uh, the Holy Grail. <laughs> <laughs> As in, the police just come and arrest everyone. Well, the police have come and arrested um, uh, J.K. Simmons. She's blackmailing yeah, with yeah. the photographs. Um, Toby Maguire uh, is being chased off by students who hate him because they flunked him, uh, flunked him out of getting mm. to the college or whatever. Um, yeah. And Mel Streep is being arrested. Yeah. And then, as, as this happens, she kicks down the door, and there's Willem Dafoe. Mm. He's like, "I'm sorry, Emma." I can't let you. Uh, I can't let you. And before you she can finish, it can finish sentence. She punches him in the dick. Punches him in the dick. the hair into the cauldron. <laughs> he disintegrates. Yeah. He was a creation of, of the witches. Flashback to pre uh, pre credits uh, ti- pre title um, 
scene mm. where uh, you see the witches gathered around the cauldron making something and they create uh, this um, like well built varsity looking uh, thing and um, like you know bit, well built sort of football player stature of a thing in green mm. goop and as that's happening a slop of, uh, of goop also like falls off him and yeah. falls down the drain and like yeah. when they made Willem Dafoe they also accidentally made uh, Danny DeVito <laughs> <laughs> land in the drain and you just see it like scum form into the face of Danny DeVito which then becomes flesh and he just sinks into the water <laughs> and they'd given they'd given Willem Dafoe all the good luck and, and, and all the bad luck had fallen off as Danny DeVito but um so yeah, the the film ends. Uh, she kisses Donald Glover because Donald Glover's been there for the whole the whole time. Yeah, she's like, oh, the the spell's lifted. I was actually in love with you, Donald Glover, and he's like. That's cool. Don't pass <laughs> me. Yeah. <laughs> Donald Glover's really passe through all of this. He's like, yeah, I was actually cool. in love with you, Donald Glover. That's fine. I'm gay, though. <laughs> uh... <laughs> and I think her parents come and yeah. are like, you're ready to learn uh, to be a witch. Yeah, Sabrina. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and it's all a prequel <laughs> to Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> okay solid solid and, movie and that, what was that called again that was called another worst day ever right <laughs> another yeah, yeah. worst day ever I like this prequel Sabrina they're bringing back Sabrina as well they are yeah, yeah. So it's good. gonna be I, I'm actually the, the, the trailer looks like fun right yeah. they've got that kind of weird Donnie Darko vibe to it yeah um mm. So, uh, like, goth AF. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, uh, it's probably where all the witch stuff came from. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sort of subconsciously through, like, uh, zeitgeist stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Osmosis. Yeah. Okay, so that was our major film pitch today. That was from Michael Kingston, Another Worst Day Ever. So thank you for the title. Thank you for everyone who's given us titles today on our social media. It's a damn good lot. Mm. Uh, you, the, the listeners, are a damn good lot. You're, you're a good bunch. You've given us a good good bunch of titles and you're a damn good bunch of people. Bloody good show, you bloody goof. I applaud you standing up if I wasn't behind a microphone. I am fully erect. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you can go back to uh, facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast and Twitter at Life's a Pitch show. Give us a like if you've never listened to the show before. Go there, get all the updates, talk to us. Do the subscribes on the thing. Yeah. Um, and give us a big like. Just comment on any of our stuff, big like, and we'll know that you big like it. Mm. Um, uh, if you have enjoyed the show uh, thus far uh, and uh, have potentially enjoyed the show before, there's a couple of ways you can help us. You can either tell your friends. We always ask that uh, you uh, tell your friends about the show because we um, don't have anything in the way of a you know marketing budget mm. or anything like that. We rely. It's not like we have you YouTube algorithms to play with. We are literally <laughs> just. Uh, a podcast on, yeah we're just banking on the fact that people are telling other people about it mm. so far it's worked okay for us like uh, everyone we, we have uh, has has come to us somehow um, and it's it's not all just Tom telling people about it down the pub <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, yeah if you can if you can do that then uh, well thank you very much but if you want to help us in some kind of monetary fashion then you can go over to patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast where you can uh, give us a little bit of money each month uh, and in order to get uh, a little bit a couple of rewards uh, you can get an extra pitch every single week uh, every single episode there will be an we record an extra 
pitch just for the patrons. Mm. So um, you can go over and get that. But the main thing isn't the uh, the, the the rewards. The main thing is, of course, the uh, is that you're helping an independent podcast happen. Um, and it wouldn't uh, wouldn't be doing that without the help of Mihir Trevedi, your boy dad, <laughs> Davy Benzo Felix. My Waste of Talent, Brandon Spanky Mills, Ross Originals, Sam McKillman, Stephen D. Thomas, Spooky Fish Boy 6 Million, aka The Big Spunky Brexit Boy, aka Oi 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 Oi. I have a mouth and yet I cannot breathe, hands yet I cannot see. Make your Patreon name real long and Life's a Pitch will read it out. Jimblebee, BB Beans, Alex Keane, Brent Black, and Joseph Hegarty. They're not wrong. <laughs> So one of the names there was make your Patreon name real long and the life of Pitch Boys will read it out. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yep, um, That's spreading so the news. Our, our, our patrons, um, kind of Tim Curry devils themselves, um, kind of witches in their own right, uh, but we do love them and we thank them for their support. So... So, thank you, Joe, for coming on. Thank you very much for having me again. Uh, yeah. Where can they find you, Joe? Uh, well, you can find me on Twitter at Human Spaghetti. That's, that's the... And I'm also on Instagram at J Thompson Comedy. But you can also find me at uh, my many, many, many current projects, which I will try and speed through. Obviously, at Strike, come and see Teen High. If you follow at Strike on Twitter or Facebook, S-T-U-R-I-K-E, you'll be able to find us there. If you look for A Mind Apart, so that's A-Mind, as in um, A-M-I-N-D, Apart, A-P-A-R-T, because people say, Amanda Apart, and it's like, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> a Mind Apart, I do all my improv teaching there. We're doing drop in classes, we're doing improv courses, we're doing improv jams. If you live in the Sheffield area, there's so much that you can get involved with. And I'm also running Little Chicago, which is a monthly improv night where you come and see improv. If you look up Little Chicago Comedy on Facebook or Twitter, you'll find it there. And just so many things. I'm so tired. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, every first Wednesday of the month, isn't it? Every first Wednesday of the yeah. month is little Chicago. He's a busy boy. Yeah, he's a yeah. busy boy. Every time I come back on, I feel like I've doubled <laughs> the amount of places <laughs> you can find me. First time I came on, it was like, just find me on Twitter. And now I'm like rolling out a scroll <laughs> of places you can find me. So many things. Yeah, I went to a drop-in session two days ago yeah it was really fun thank you it was a good it was a good time it's a nice space to come and come and do some improv in the Sheffield area or beyond if you can get if you can get to Sheffield for a, for a Wednesday or Friday evening then or Tuesday for the jam yeah again if you want to talk about the teen high as well yeah uh, teen high uh, 22nd 24th and 27th of October I believe I have them right mm. I'm gonna very very quickly check that because I'm if I've um, yeah, 22nd, 24th, and 27th of October. Yes. And it's an improvised high school comedy. An entirely comedy. improvised high school comedy. Great if you're into uh, improv or films. Um, so, uh, just going to be a really good evening. It'll be a, a, a really decent show. Tickets are, I think, £5 with £3 concessions. That's, <laughs> that's barely anything for, a, for an evening of theatre. Yeah. Um, and for that, you get a good hour and a half of, of, of comedy. going to say, because it's Strike, isn't it? Yeah. It's doing it. I'm going to be in You're going to be in it, yeah. Uh, there's quite a few people who've been on the show before who will be in that show. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you want, if you like listening to the show and like some of the guests we've had on they will be performing and that's you can email to book tickets at strike s-t-u-r-i-k-e at hotmail.com um, or go on our Facebook and Twitter and find more information cool okay so 
Thank you for listening, everyone. Um, I believe we're going to leave you with uh, the Yes Very Clever Award. Yes, uh, this week we're going we're gonna to finish off with the Yes Very Clever Award, uh, and it's from Ed Crawley, and it's a Midsummer Night's Teen. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Ed, for that one, and remember who pitched it.